Hey, what's going on? Trey Lowland here with Commerce Kings. I have the famous Danny Derricks. Danny Derricks is in town helping me with some stuff. It's amazing, but he wrote this amazing, cool book. It's called The Dream 100, which is actually, it's called The Dream 100 Book. Bam, right there. Dana, how much do you sell that book for? This book is on sale for one easy payment of nineteen ninety-seven. And that is not a period between the 19 and the 97. It's a comma. So it's a comma between the 1 and the 9. It's $2,000. So the highest price book I've ever paid is Breaking Through Advertising, Breakthrough Advertising for $300. And so I want to talk about that, like how you're in, and you've actually sold this book. Yeah, I actually sold, a, um, I shouldn't admit this, but I sold my first copy before I wrote one page of it. Bam. For two grand. Yes. And how many? How many? And it was actually twenty four hundred dollars because he took an upsell. And he took an upsell. Yeah. That's amazing. So and you're and you're selling these quite. I mean, there's actually quite a few sales going on right now. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, that book just launched. I got another one that I have sold quite a few copies of mm -hmm. at a similar price. But yeah, Always that smokes. one's just off the press. Can you see why this episode is going to be amazing, guys? Because here's the deal: is wouldn't you like to know the behind the scenes of how Dana is selling this? It's not a book that's, I mean, it's not like a lot of pages. It's actually, how many pages you got here? It's 229. And it's like size 18 font, double space. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. I mean, 229, that's almost a dollar per page you sold this for. I mean, that's fantastic. I, I mean, if you're writing a page and making a dollar, I would write a lot of pages. No, it's like 10, isn't it like $10 a page? 2,000 divided by 200 is, yes, actually, that's $10. It's even better than what I thought. I would definitely even better write $10 per page. Now that We've been doing math so much Dude, today. It's late in the day. You don't get enough sleep, man. New, I, I don't. I need more, but it's okay. So I want to I talk about on Commerce Kings a couple of things, but like how we're or how Dana's structuring his business around this book, and basically, because uh, you do a couple other things, too. So let's talk a little bit about that, and then I want to talk about some staircases Sweet. and dive real into this episode of Commerce Kings. So, go ahead, man. Tell us what's going on with this Dream 100 book. Okay. So, um, I'll just start with a quick backstory. So, um, when I was uh, in a previous lifetime, I was like a freelance copywriter doing projects for clients, and I started getting burnt out. I jacked my prices up really high, and I was still trading, trapped in like the trading time for dollars thing. Mm -hmm. So, it was like, couldn't even take a day off. It was like, just crazy. So, then I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is just not sustainable. I got to change. I was getting burnt out. So I decided to do something that I thought would be scalable. Like I'm going to make this scalable. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll write a book. I'll write a book because basically I'll just take what I was doing um, for clients and bundle that into a package. And instead of teach, like showing them, or excuse me, catching the fish for them, I'll teach them how to fish. Mm -hmm. And then um, I started looking at what it'd be like to write a book and what I should expect. And I came to the um, realization that 10% of all um, authors, uh, excuse me, 10% of all books ever make one penny for their author. So what that means is 90% of every book makes zero money for their author. In fact, most of them lose money. So I thought to myself at those odds, dude, I might as well go to the casino. I got four times better odds, whole lot less work to make money um, than write a book. But then I started diagnosing the problem. I looked through um, Amazon and all that stuff at different books and I realized in about two minutes why books don't make money. It's because they're priced at $20, right? Like, they're not priced according to value. It's crazy. So if you can think about um, in your personal collection, you probably got a handful of books that have made you thousands, if not tens, or hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then you have a, you know, books that you forgot about that you got a chapter in, you threw away because they're just garbage, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Both books were priced at 20 bucks, right? They were. Makes no sense. They were. It does not. So and you're, you're the first one to enlighten me on that. I thought it was absolutely... Like a, a, a earth shattering discovery is really mm. what it was. It's like, holy smokes, like he's totally right. Like, 
they don't hold the value, right? They have they they're holding a bigger bigger value than the price that they're that they're being held to. Right. And I think a lot of people don't implement at that as well because you know there's not enough skin in the game to take what I've even read or uh, try to implement. Like a lot of people, they'll get a book for twenty bucks, but then it sits on the shelf. Exactly. And That's the biggest if, problem. If you're going to pay, like for instance, three hundred dollars or even two thousand dollars or even more for a book, you better be damn well that I'm going to read that book. Exactly. Know, and, and get one out of it and then start implementing it. So mm -hmm. I think that the idea is fantastic. So then let's. I want, we, I want to use this chalkboard. Absolutely. So can you can you show me? Uh, kind of like a business model that you're doing to sell a book like this. Because, I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty uh, courageous. It's literally unbelievable. Like, I get yeah. it all the time. People are, are like, there's no freaking way. Sale? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, I was. I was. But so it's funny because when I launched um, the first book that I'll show you in a second, like um, showing them how to do what I was actually doing for them, I made more money in that week than I did the entire year previous selling the book, which is just crazy. But um, I know people, a lot of you guys probably watching this or listening, like probably don't really believe it because it's hard to believe somebody can sell a book for two grand a copy when everybody else's books are 20 bucks. But um, I'll literally show you how it's done. So for those that are familiar with the whole concept of the, I already went through one thing of chalk, huh? It was quick, and huh. I charged by the thousand for most chalk. <laughs> It's these farmer grips, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so basically, this is like a value ladder, right? So a lot of you are probably familiar with that. What's so, a value ladder? Okay, so, <laughs> so for those that aren't familiar, um, a value ladder is essentially when you have someone come into your world as a customer and buy something from you, you should offer them another thing after they bought. Because um, to sell an identical object, let's say we were going to sell this chalk, if I were to sell this to you as a stranger, it would cost me six times as much to, try to make that sale to acquire you as a customer as it would um, to sell to the next guy who already bought something else from me. Mm -hmm. So that's the whole idea behind this. It's a whole lot easier and cheaper to get somebody to buy again than it is to find a new person yep. and recycle them. So, All right, so basically what happens is you get people into your world for free. Um, you can do a ton of different things. Um, this is when you see... Like, for those that are um, wondering to themselves, why and how are people putting out free content, like free YouTube how-to videos, free this, free podcast, free that, literally, it's always because it's them trying to get you into their world so they can sell to you. So education, I say this, education is actually selling in disguise. Mm -hmm. So if you're being educated, that's cool, but guess what? You're going to get sold at some point. Um, so you get people in for free, and then I don't try to go... Zero to, um, I'll just put 400 here. So that's four. Okay. I don't try to go zero to 1000 or zero to $2,000 for that book because that's a tough sale. Like yeah. I'd have to sit down with you and really try and get you convinced that that book right there, that hunk of paper, is worth two grand, right? Mm -hmm. So I go from zero to 400 usually. Okay. That's usually what I do. So your, your starting price is like 400 bucks? Yeah, that's okay. my cheapest book. Okay. Um, oh, so that's a book. Yep, this is a book. So this is the, the, if, the very first book I ever wrote. So I've got four. I'm literally, you guys, I'm a goat farmer from Wisconsin, like I shit you not. And I've written four books. I don't look like an author. I look like I can't even read. But I've got four books under my belt. I've made more money probably off books than 99% of people. So um, anyway, uh, so $400 is the, so this is what I was doing. I was charging like 10K for a service. And then I bundled that service into a book. And showed them how, right? So t teaching them how to fish, right? So I charged $400 for that book. And I, I kid you not, that book is this thin. It's not even hardcover. It's like 97 pages. But it's to the point and it shows them something really, really valuable, right? Mm -hmm. So to date, I've sold um, 
about 980 copies in 47 countries of that book at $400 a copy. Um, so that was cool. And uh, going, how did you, you do that? It, um, so the majority of it for, was from webinars. Okay. Um, so I'll give them a so, so that it wasn't a sales page. It was a webinar to show like because you ought to authenticate. Right, because mm-hmm. basically, when free, like, were you doing a free education webinar? Free webinar, exactly. Uh, okay, and then, yep. and then the webinar was selling the the four hundred book, yep. four hundred book. That's cool. So the webinar was here, my free content, right? Okay. Invite everybody and your brother, and they get the key is is on the webinar, like it was valuable, whether they bought it or not. Because mm-hmm. my theory is, if I can give you value on the free webinar, then even if you're not ready to buy today, like you go implement that, you get an ROI, you're like, okay, cool. I implemented his free stuff and got an ROI. Now what if I buy the thing? And what you know, what kind of ROI I get? Yeah. So um, that's what we do there. And then following drinking my own Kool-Aid, um, remember it's six times cheaper to sell something to an existing customer as it is to try to acquire a new one. So I'm like, all right, I gotta sell these people something else. I've got nine hundred plus people yeah, that need people, something else. People. Yeah. So I launched um, the next book. Uh, which essentially just took this um, to a new level, went deeper on it, and then it introduced, you know, like a new thing. So um, this one, I've sold about 120 copies so far in the last eight months at $1,000 a copy. Nice. And now this one. <laughs> two of these 980. Yes, that's the key too. Ah. So I never try to go from zero to 1,000 because okay. that's like trying to marry the gal on the first so date. So you would never show that $1,000 webinar to nope. someone who's coming in for free. So exactly, these are the only people on earth that know this exists. Mm-hmm. So you're at ten percent. Yeah, Over roughly. Actually. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. So, yep. So, uh, um, I'd like to get that a little bit higher too, but um, we've been all over the place. But this, so the biggest message for anybody is trying to sell this or that book at that price outright is like trying to get married in the first week. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Go well, on some dates do. first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like some, you ask 100 gals, maybe one will say yes, cool. <laughs> I don't know if you want to marry her. So, um, and it's the same thing here. We, we do a webinar for that. Again, okay. so it's a different So you're one. like, hey guys, I got this really cool thing you need to be able to jump on a webinar with. And then they're already used to buying from you, and they're already used to buying a book from you, and they've already had the first book. And so by yeah, the value. second one, they've already seen the value. Exactly. Of course, they need this next book. Exactly. That's cool. So, and, and the cool thing too is this new webinar is a private one just for them. Yeah. Like it literally is. Nobody yeah, else even no. knows it exists. Right. So the, are like the people like not only um, are they like excited about it, they want to go to it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. oh god, another webinar. It's like holy crap, what else you got? Like mm-hmm. so. Um, then we go up from there. Uh, I have another book that's at twenty five hundred dollars a copy. Um, so this is pretty much the flow, and then uh, we have a. Really, really high uh, ticket item, uh, private mastermind live event that is $25,000 at the top. How many days is a live event? Three-day live event. Um, It's at my goat farm. (laughs) It's called the Goat Farm Mastermind. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. uh, Do you bring the goats? Oh, yeah. They're there. (laughs) No, we go to the goats. What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, that's cool. That's amazing. But again, the key is like I would never try to sell someone from free to this. Like, it doesn't happen. So, like, when I was at my mastermind, I'm like, all right, everybody, how many of you have bought, and then I name the name of that book, all the hands go up. I'm like, okay, cool. How many of you bought and read this book? All the hands go up. Like, literally, the only way I could get them here, I mean, without, like, crazy selling and all that stuff, is to get them to go through. Sure. Yeah. 
That makes so. total sense. So they're at the live event. So basically, everybody who's been at the live event has bought those two books. Yeah, exactly. Right. And did you ever have you ever gone from the thousand twenty five, or do you go thousand two? Like, have you ever skipped a step anywhere? In there? I have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes they're ready to go at this point. Okay. Yep. And actually, in fact, um, at when I hosted my first event, um, this wasn't even built yet. So they were going right from one thousand to twenty five. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, but the key is to get them um, here. Because then they become kind of ravenous. Mm-hmm. And um, I was actually telling you the other day um, when we were building some of your stuff how, like, there are people that never say no. Like, mm-hmm. they literally will not say no to anything you ever offer them, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. So insert $25,000 offer. I don't care what it is, but there are, it's just math. Mm-hmm. Like, people get crazy about it. It's not. It's math. There's a percentage of people that will say yes to that. Yeah. Have you, have you read the uh, book 80-20 by Perry Marshall? Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is following his principles. Or actually, not his principle. He's obviously doing, you know, a different uh, study. So I'm going to go off mic. So Jared, catch my mic. Uh, so basically, what he talks about is the scale of which there goes another thousand bucks <laughs> is, a, is right here to where your your people will buy like this. Shoot, mm. like this. Oops, I actually went off the line. So it's actually like this. It actually comes right next to it, right alignment. So we want to. Put that color in there. There's actually space right here coming down this line. So what he talks about is he talks about the people right in here. So then he starts layering these people out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting, I look at it as uh, like, a, like a, a, a stadium, like a baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. So like, let's cut a stadium in half. Okay. So then if we're looking at a stadium, uh, you have the whole stadium that seats the 300s, right? These are the nosebleeds. These are the, these are the, like, the tickets you get for like 20 bucks, right? I'm totally cool going to the game for $20. That's these people right here, right? They're okay. Mm-hmm. These people in here are at their home. They're watching the bar. Like, there's a lot of people in there. But they're seeing the game from a different perspective. These mm-hmm. people are actually okay paying $20 to be at the game. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, the 200s, which gets you a little closer. And then you have the 100s. And then what we have is called the green seats here mm-hmm. in St. Louis. And so the green seats, now those are like 300 bucks. Those are a little more expensive. So that, that'd be like these people, the 100s and 200s are in here. Mm-hmm. And then what I think is most fascinating is when you start talking about who are these people right here. Mm-hmm. And well, who these people are, these are the people who are spending like $10,000, $25,000, and up to you know 100000 to a $1 million. And it's like, well, why is this person so different than this person? Because at the end of the day, guess what? They saw the same game. They saw the same exact game, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Because what you can do is I'm ha- I have the same stuff, right? But they're in they're in a different piece of the game, right? Mm-hmm. These guys are okay watching my webinar. These are the twenty dollar popcorn eaters. Mm-hmm. But these guys, they're, they're the million dollar spenders, mm-hmm. and they're okay saying yes. And so what I like about this is this guy. So who are these people? These are the people who are in the suites, right? They got they bought the suites to the to the stadium, right? They, they maybe have a company event. This might be like the 100,000 person. I know a great person for that is that's the guy who comes during the week and gets to sit with the players, right? And gets to sit with the coach and gets to do an interview on TV that he mm-hmm. has for his business that makes him money. But he's okay paying that 100 grand because it's, you know, authority figures that he's dealing with. And so I think with the 80-20 rule, you're doing the exact same thing here. Even with your numbers, it's applying. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fantastic. So hopefully that makes sense for you guys. Does that make oh, that's, sense? I mean, absolutely. That's perfect. So I, love, I, I love it. Like, I love the sports analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was him that gave that to me or not, That's but good. this is this is what's so cool, right? So people are willing to pay two thousand dollars, and you're the first person to create that category. You're the first person to say, you know what? There are people out there willing to spend a little bit more than twenty bucks on a book. Not only twenty bucks, but 
$2,000. And you've proven it over and over and over again. And I think yeah. it's huge. And if you notice, so there's a couple more things to pull it off. Like, if you notice on the book, show, uh, show the back of it. Like, do you see a barcode, ISBN number? No barcodes. No. That is not on Amazon. So the biggest, one of the biggest things, so I'm, I'm starting this movement that's kind of like pulling the power back to the authors because I'm thinking to myself, okay, if books aren't making money for the author, like who is making money? Otherwise, people wouldn't be publishing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the publishing industry, like the publishing company, excuse me, like they're the ones making 90 to 96% of every dollar on a book. Mm-hmm. The author's left with nothing. No. And then you have Amazon who gets, you know, Big greedy Amazon gets their cut too. So the biggest tragedy to me is like books are freaking hard to write. And uh, the biggest tragedy is to see an author's life work in the bargain bin on Amazon for three cents. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. So um, you'll never find my books on Amazon. Never. Um, Because there's no money on Amazon for your books. Unless your book is a business card, don't even put it on Amazon. And one of the things that really bothers me about books because I, I like hold them really near and dear. I know you're a reader and um, I attribute most of my success to books is like you can't tell the difference between a good and a bad book, right? You can read reviews and they can be manipulated and all that stuff. But like at the end of the day, like how do you tell the difference between a good and a bad book? Well, I'll tell you this. People that wrote, write bad books would not be able to survive selling them for two grand a pop because they'd have to get someone through here to get them there, mm-hmm. right? And there's no way somebody that bought the $400 book is going to buy anything else if it wasn't really good. Sure. Make sense? Yeah, totally so makes sense. to me, because in the last 10 years in the, um, in the publishing industry, the uh, um, consumption of books has been stagnant. So people aren't reading more books. They're not reading less, but they're reading the same. Mm-hmm. The production of books has exploded. Mm-hmm. So it's so saturated, you can't tell the difference. This, to me, is going to level the playing field and bring the power back to the authors and the creators of the works because right. it's going to weed out the shitheads that are producing crap. And there's so many people you can uh, uh, partner with that are that are out there saying, "Hey, do you want to sell a book?" Right? Like we help you sell books and things like that. The power play with those guys, it's a huge. I mean, it's a great PR play too. Mm. Uh, with what you're doing, so this is your entire like. You, how many employees do you have? Uh, we have seven full time in house. So how long did it take for you to hire seven in house people? Um, so we've been. So I was a solopreneur for like seven years, and then this past January we started going. You know. <laughs> All in on this, so yeah. probably about eight months. So when you say we, is actually you. Yeah. And then you went January, you're like, now it's we because we have... And I love how you say in-house. Why do you say that? Um, well, I just feel like um, providing jobs to somebody that you know you can see and feel their family and like the, the people that you're affecting, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just so much more like... Um, so much more of what I'm called to do mm-hmm. as opposed to just you know like hiring people to get stuff done. Yeah. So it's more like building... A team and a culture around what I'm trying to do. Okay. So I feel like having them in house is like the only right way to do that. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. So I mean, it's pretty simple from what it seems like. Yeah, I'm it's seeing. super simple. To another webinar, to a book, to a launch, to a to. So what do these what do these seven in house people do for you? Uh, so um, we have it's very very pretty actually really specific. So um, you have me, which I don't know what I do mm-hmm. honestly. I'm a farmer, um, and then I have my um, Affiliate manager. Okay. Uh, she, so, you have, so you have affiliates pushing the webinar? Yep. Okay. Yep. A lot of affiliates um, okay. for our stuff. And, uh, How that's, do you find affiliates? Yeah. <laughs> Through the book? It's all in there. Oh, all the, oh there you go. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, 
Dream 100 approach is literally what we do. So okay. we live okay. that. Um, so she she rocks that. Um, and then I have a uh, an operations manager okay. who kind of takes care of all of the stuff I don't like doing. Which is what? Um, paperwork stuff. Uh, uh, also like managerial type day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. So he keeps the ship floating. Um, then we have um, a full-time sales guy in-house um, who's disguised as a customer service and coach. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we have a research assistant who basically um, helps my affiliate manager with some of the legwork on the research. And then we have, um, uh, let's see, three office admins. that Because f- we handle a lot of the fulfillment of these books in-house. Oh, nice. um, so that's another thing is like, when we ship out our books, like we don't just ship the book in a box like everybody else. Like we actually throw in like little cool like um, action figures and all this other stuff uh-huh. and personalized messages. So that's why I like to have our uh, fulfillment in house. Yeah. Um, to do that. So. So you do a lot of direct mail because that's what you're helping us with. Yeah. And so I want to talk about that before we before we jump off. For sure. So tell me tell me where like you've learned direct mail, how you became so well at it, and then how do you use it in your business? Okay. So. Um, so first of all, from being a Dan Kennedy fan, um, Bill Glazer, um, I believe it outrageous advertising that is outrageously successful was mm-hmm. one of the first books I read. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just like from a creative standpoint, like to me, sending stuff in the mail is just so much more fun than That's sending so out an email. Oh, it's so, super so, expensive. So then, so tell me about that. <laughs> so I got into direct mail because to be honest, like I sucked at everything else. Okay. Like I just hated it and I just... Like it, what was your first direct mail piece? Um, I, I think it was sending out... Um, I was working uh, as a freelance marketing person for this dentist, and we were doing um, direct mail mailers to his zip code, and it was um, a cartoon that was like... It was, an eight, it was so ghetto. It was a long time ago. Eight, eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, folded in half, sticker clamped shut, and it had a cartoon on the one side of printed coffee stain on the other. It was so <laughs> ghetto. It was a funny cartoon, I remember. But um, I don't know that that worked, but <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But it felt good. Oh, it felt great. He loved it, so yeah. that was all that mattered. I mean, for the dentist, you don't need much to, uh, no, to make to money thing. off of one client. Exactly. So, so for someone like us, uh, or someone like watching, you know, what would you suggest, like what type of drug mail can they start talking about? Like how could they use this in their business? Uh, to use direct mail. Yeah, so um, one thing that really put me on the map was I, um, so I also, um, I'm trying to get out of it, but I still have a hand in the pot of um, an e-commerce business. So I have a pet, all-natural pet supplements company also. Okay. Um, And so like a real practical example and something that I'm doing with you is like anybody that's shipping anything like physical product wise right now, like you have an amazing opportunity to leverage the power of direct mail and throwing in a sales letter. It's free mail. Exactly, because yeah. you're already shipping it out, right? Mm-hmm. So literally what we did, what we're going to do for you is we're throwing in a sales letter in the existing package that you already ship out. Mm-hmm. And boom, you're going to get leads and sales that way because it's just math, right. right? So that's one thing that I brought to kind of the Amazon world was for Amazon sellers is like, you guys, like, you should be throwing in inserts that sell other stuff inside of the box that you're already sending. Don't just send a receipt. Yeah. Like, you have a customer that's opening the package, that is expecting it. Like, an email deliver, delivery rate sucks sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a face, like, whatever. Like, whatever is hot, you name it. Like, it's going to be gone in a month or t- a year or two years. Direct mail has been around forever. It's going to stay around forever. Like, where do people, what are people opening every day? Their mailboxes, mm-hmm. right? Especially, the, the trick is, especially, like, 
boxes, packages, lumpy mail, like mm -hmm. irregular, not bills, not letters, envelopes. Those don't get opened. Those get sent to the gatekeepers. So immediate low-hanging fruit is for anybody watching or listening that has a physical product that they send out, throw some sort of sales letter, or something goofy, cool, that gets their attention that sells something else. I love that. And the higher ticket. The higher the ticket, the more you can afford back. to screw up. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's huge. So hopefully that's making sense to you guys. Because before, before we jump to uh, behind the scenes with Commerce Kings, I want to do a real quick math equation on the board uh, oh to kind of show how that, how that makes sense. Because with mail, it's expensive. For sure. And two, um, who knows if it's going to work. But I got to tell you, like with Facebook ads getting uh, weaker, which I mean, and when I say that, I'm just talking about more expensive and not as as, uh, as well performing. A lot of, that's what a lot of people are saying right now. You know, it's like Facebook's becoming a harder place to, to advertise on. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you, like when I go home, my, my mailbox is empty. Like it's usually might have a newspaper in it. But it, I look at that, I take a picture of it all the time, and I'm like, this is a missed opportunity right now. Just give me your address, and exactly, it'll right. never be just make empty it, make again. Make a new opportunity. <laughs> I'll have so, you conditioned to just tent out by your <laughs> mailbox. Dude. I will. I probably would. <laughs> so, let me, so let's see this. So let's look at... Uh, what would be a good, uh, okay, here we go. So how much do you pay for a lead on a webinar? Um, we pay, so since most of our traffic is affiliate, we don't really pay, but, okay. um, we, well, how much do you pay affiliate? Uh, so we give them 50%. Okay. So we, we pay, I guess to acquire a customer, we pay about 200 bucks. Uh, okay, we'll go back. So how your webinar converts at? Uh, uh, 20 ish percent, 20% and then show rate and then registration rate. So if you're paying, mm. what would that, would that come back to leads? So show rate, uh, 20, so 20% show conversion rate on the registration page, like 80, uh, 20% show. And then, so you're, you're thinking, I'm trying to work this backwards. So 20% show 20% conversion rate okay. on the webinar. There we go. Conversion. <laughs> and so if you had one person divided by 20 divided by 20 that would give you your registration rate and your you have what did you say $200 in is what you're paying yes that's the commission that's the commission so yep divided by 0.2 is 25 and then he's such a numbers guy and then I think it's divided by 0.2 again possibly it could be 125 leads so if that's the case if I did that right 125 over 200 right so 200 divided by 125 is $1.60. So you're paying $1.60 per lead? Yeah, that's so that sound about right. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's either that, because, okay, if we had one buyer, if we have one buyer, I just want to make sure this, one divided <laughs> by 0.2, so that means there's five people here. If we take five divided by 0.2, that's 25% show, and 25% of that 20, I believe we got to take it again, that's... That's where I got the one one twenty five. Twenty five divided by point two is one twenty five. Does that sound right to you? Okay. So are the hundred. Are you about a dollar sixty per lead? Does that feel right, or should it be? Or it should be way higher than that? Because if it's the case, then you're paying like ten dollars per lead. <laughs> I think it's higher than that, but I mean, for this, for the argument of, let's just run with it. Okay. Yeah. So we'll say a dollar sixty per lead. Okay. Cool. So, you're, so for every conversion, you're paying out two hundred dollars. Yep. Right? I love the numbers because I love to see like how it works and flows. I need people so, like you on my it team. It makes sense to me. Well, that's why you got Mr. Uh, accountant over here who holds the, holds the ship up. 
<laughs> so basically, all right, so 200 it's either that or it's either $10. So we're either here or here. So we can always take two examples. So either $1.60 per liter or $10. So Perfect. basically $200 is what we're at. Now I forgot what we're doing. So basically, you're at $1.60 per lead is what you're paying uh, for this right here, versus 60 But yet, you're not making any money, right? So you're having to have, so you're selling this for $400. You're getting yes. 50%, so that's $200. That's where that 200 bucks is coming in, right? Mm -hmm. We're following along. Okay, so if this, if this, if we stopped here, if we stopped right here, then in that case, uh, you'd be making what? $200 per conversion, mm -hmm. and then you would be making $1.60 or $10, depending on if I did the math right, I can't really know. Um, you're making $1.60 per lead, right? Because you got your affiliates coming in, yep. so you have to keep them happy in order yep. in order to have them keep pushing, right? Right. To keep paying them out. Now, are you paying them out? Are you are you doing a cost per lead, or do you do webinar revenue share? What's that? Uh, share of the share of the revenue. Yep. So then you're doing webinars for that affiliate. Correct. General, yes, right? one like one off. Yep. Oh, that's exactly. Yep. Okay. Cool. So at that point, uh, you know what you can afford. So then, mm -hmm. in your case, I guess what we're looking for is then how do we make more money in your case, right? Mm -hmm. So. Oh, direct mail. That's what we're getting to. Yeah, yeah. I to knew see, we were doing, yeah, yeah. We were doing something here. <laughs> so, okay. So now, how do we afford direct mail? So we know we have 980 people who have come through this after all the affiliate sales that you've done. Okay? So in that case, we could take 980. I knew we were doing something here. Mm. 980 times 200, which would mean that's almost 200 grand. That's quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So 200 grand over 980 people. Okay? All right. So we have that, but now we're looking at, okay, how do we make this more for us by also spending direct mail? Because direct mm -hmm. mail costs you how much to send? Like you're sending $8 boxes or something? Or yes. $10 boxes? Yep. So that's quite expensive, right? It is. So that's ten grand. Mm -hmm. So that's $10,000 in direct mail. You're sending to 1,000 people, let's say. And what's a good conversion rate on direct mail? Um, so direct mail is like a piece. So this is what I love the most about direct mail. Like mm. you can make it work mm -hmm. by because like um, unlike um, yeah so like like Facebook ads or something where it's like um, you run the campaign and either works or doesn't and then you're kind of like SOL if it didn't work. Whereas with direct mail, like I will send them a little action figure with like a sales letter or something, okay. and then that is an excuse. For my sales guy to follow up with them via ah, email. Disguise or sales guy. Exactly. Hey, did you get the the freaking Mr. Miyagi I sent? Right. Like, like how much different is that um, than if they just, you know, cold dial or like, hey, we got this cool offer, right? So really to me, it's yes, it will convert sometimes, not as much as like if it on its own was used, but it's like the foot in the door um, to permit my sales guy to to get access to them. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so you're paying ten dollars per, and so what? So I love what you said though. Like it's not just direct mail; it's also outbound it's calls. The combination. It's the combination, and that's exactly. when it, that's when it started making sense. But that's where it all starts. Right. This is where it starts. This is the key. Exactly. Because the then what you do is you're following up with an outbound phone call, right? Yep, that's part of it. Outbound phone call. Emails. Emails. Yep. Text messages. It's getting expensive with this trunk. Man. Emails. Text messages, Text. slide dials, yep, all kinds of cool stuff. Absolutely, um, Facebook messages, yeah. Whatever. So what is all this? So then, what does all this equate to on a percentage of conversion of compounding? 
So I, so my main focus is literally on overall conversion rate. Yeah. Because like this, if you stop here, your conversion rate's gonna suck, mm -hmm. and you might not make your money. Mm -hmm. But if you come here, okay, then a percentage of these um, these uh, phone calls mm -hmm. are gonna sure. convert. So then it adds to the like pot. Right. And then if you keep going here, the percentage of the emails are gonna convert, and so on. So the more you can get extensive with like your total yeah. follow up. Okay. the more it's going to make this number um, so, right. All right, let's just throw up an ambiguous number. Yes. Let's just say 2.5%. Is that okay? Sure. Okay, because I think that's fair. Because normally with direct mail, you're at 1% to 2% if you're really damn good. Mm -hmm. Half a percent, people are excited. Mm -hmm. Off uh, Outbound phone calls, 1% to 2%, depending right. on emails, same kind of things. Right. So let's just. So I mean, there's no way you would get. Ex I'm, we're, we would never expect this from just direct mail. No. If or just outbound phone. If or someone said you're getting like 3% from just bullshit. direct mail, yeah, they're doing something else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But the combination is how you achieve that. Yeah. And this achieved. is permission to make these more effective. So realistically, out of that 1,000 uh, people, was it 20 people that we're doing? Right, 1,000 times 0425, 25 people. Yep. Yeah. So that'd be 25 sales. Mm -hmm. At you're going to be selling this, right? The twenty five hundred. You can sell so either so, so um, it's the same cost. It's still the same ten dollar package yeah. going out to a thousand people. So whether you're selling this or this mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Okay. It's the same cost. Okay. So yep. did we sell? In this case, we sold this. And these sales actually are easier than these sales. But yes, okay. in this example, we're going here. Okay. So it's twenty five k. Thanks for correcting me. That's all right. So we did twenty five. So we did twenty five k with a ten thousand dollar. Mm -hmm. Aspen, right? So we're 15, 15 in the in the front, mm -hmm. and so that helps you again. Talk, walk me through that fifteen k. Okay, so so that's profit, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, what's more exciting to me though is now I have twenty five people who we can sell this and this to. So that's where the real money is. Absolutely. So um, there is money to be made along the way, right? Mm -hmm. And and when you get up here, your sales people are going to be more incentivized to sell that anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, and what do you pay for sales guys? Um, so I have a, it's tiered um, the opposite of everybody else. So usually it goes down as they sell more. So basically, um, I won't bore you with the numbers, but it's like every week, if they hit this much, they get this percentage. If they hit that, they get, um, it bumps up by a percentage point. Yeah. Um, and then it, it's capped out at like, I think 20% oh, wow. um, for whatever above and beyond mm -hmm. the X amount in that week. Mm -hmm. um, but it goes up okay. instead of down. Okay, the no, more that's they great. Do. I yeah. love tiers. Yeah, for okay. sure. Okay, because this would, this would help you pay for staff and overhead yes. and things like that. Yes. While this is really going to profit for the CEO. Yes. This is, so this is rainy day fund. So pretty much everything's operating expense-wise is taken care of here. This is rainy day fund. This is let's take over the world. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Even if you just got four people into that. Right. Four people grand. here is more than a lot of people down here. Like... We could do the math, but it's just, this is where we're trying to take everyone. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the whole point of this. Mm -hmm. So my webinars exist for the sole purpose of getting people here eventually. Yep. My books exist to get people here yeah, eventually. Yeah, that's huge. So when we, another little nugget, when we, um, like I was saying with people that send stuff out, so if somebody buys um, this book, okay, the $400 book, I actually have a tripwire version of this book printed which is essentially the first three chapters of it uh, that end on a cliffhanger with nice. a oh, buy it now. Yeah. yeah, and that goes in this book, or excuse me, in the package with this book when they get delivered. So it's Perfect. like, hey, here's an extra present 
don't open it until you read the book through the first book. Yeah. And then yeah. they, they're like, oh, sweet. So um, it's, all, it's so intentional to get them to the next thing. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Okay. So Dana has to go catch a flight. We have to jump over to Commerce Kings behind the scenes. Guys, this has been amazing. Uh, thank you for sharing all that stuff. Oh, what sure. we're going to do is, first off, uh, how, do they, how do they jump on a webinar with you? How can they, how can they start being educated with you? Okay, so um, uh, I had a book that I launched that taught people how to um, write and sell books for what they're actually worth, um, slash anything that they sell for what it's actually worth. And I was going to sell it. I did sell um, it for $2,500 copy. And then I had like a come-to-Jesus moment, and I decided that in order for me to actually change the industry like the publishing industry and fix books um, because they're going to get destroyed. They already are. I need to give it away for free. Okay. So I'm literally giving that book away for free. You All go. you got to pay is $9 for shipping. It costs me $8, $17 to print it, and then it's like $10 to ship it. So I don't make money on it, and it's not for going to be open for long. But anyway, if they can go to um, takeourindustryback.com. Oh, you are? They can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Takeourindustryback.com. They can grab a copy for free. Nice. There yeah. you go. Takeourindustryback.com. Please don't share that because I will go bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a very good CFO right now. <laughs> uh, Dana Derricks, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, we're going to jump behind Commerce Kings behind the scenes. It goes to, go to commercekings.com forward slash VIP and check out what we're about to share behind the scenes. Thanks for being here, man. You bet, I appreciate brother. it.